We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for Thursday, September 30th, 2021. I'm Josh Nelson. Prior to last night's game, the Chicago White Sox didn't receive the best of news. Major League Baseball's commissioner's office announced a three-game suspension of Tim Anderson for making contact with umpire Tim Timmons during Monday's brouhaha in Detroit. When the big group of players and coaches met at second base, there's a video of Timmons and Anderson convening. Not exactly clear on how much contact was made, but in the video, Timmons does make the signal of throwing out Anderson from the game. So technically, Anderson was ejected on Monday, and now the league's office issued a three-game regular season suspension. Anderson is appealing the suspension. Now, if he loses his appeal, the suspension could carry into next season. Because appeals take time, Anderson is looking to be missing next year's opening day. Or he could drop his appeal and sit out the final series against Detroit. Right now, Anderson is appealing the suspension. When there's more information about this suspension, we'll share it on Sox Machine, but this will not impact Anderson's availability in the postseason, just a regular season, but it may look like that Anderson will not be part of the White Sox 2022 opening day lineup because he's serving the suspension of what happened in Detroit late September of 2021. In last night's game, attention was on Carlos Rodon. After his bullpen session that didn't exactly spark a ton of confidence from manager Tony La Russa, everyone was curious on how Rodon's shoulder would hold up. Well, the results were good, but the velocity is still off on all of Rodon's pitches. Rodon threw 69 pitches, 43 for strikes. 47 of those 69 pitches were his fastball, in which Cincinnati swan at 18 times and they whiffed just three times. The max velocity that Rodon hit with his four-seamer was 92.7 miles per hour. 
He actually threw an 87.8 mile per hour four-seamer. So his average for last night was 90.9 miles per hour or 91. That is four and a half miles per hour below his season average. He threw 14 sliders, generated three whiffs on seven swings, and his max velocity on the slider was 83.5 miles per hour. He threw a 77.8 mile per hour slider as the slowest slider. So his average was 81 miles per hour on his slider. That's five miles per hour below his season average, which is 86 miles per hour on his slider. And then the changeup, Rodon threw eight changeups, generating two whiffs on three swings. So that's a very good ratio. Fastest changeup was 84 miles per hour. His minimum was 80 miles per hour. So Rodon's changeup average was 82 miles per hour. So he's throwing his changeup harder than his slider. That is very rare for Rodon. And his changeup velocity was three and a half miles per hour slower than his season average. So Rodon goes from his season average of his four seamer averaging higher than 95 miles per hour, his slider at 86, his changeup around 85. And last night, he's throwing an average of 91 on the fastball, 81 on the slider, and 82 on the changeup. Yet, despite the drop in velocity, Rodon was getting great results. Strikeouts were at a minimal. Rodon only had four, and he walked two in five innings. But the Reds only mustered one hit off Rodon. Out of the 10 balls in play, nine of them were fly balls, which is not a good idea, guarantee Ray Field. It worked for Rodon, and his five scoreless innings is a great result. But the velocity drop, that's significant. And if you are feeling weird about last night for Rodon, great result, but not premium stuff, you are not alone. Will this version of Rodon work against Houston? I guess we'll find out. Or we'll find out in Game 1 of the American League Championship Series. Let's go that route for the White Sox. For the White Sox offense, facing Sonny Gray was a good test for the upcoming postseason. A right-handed pitcher with a sub-4 ERA, a combination of a two-seam fastball sinker with good breaking pitches. These type of right-handed pitchers have been giving the White Sox hitters fits all season long. They passed this test with flying colors, a very promising performance by the White Sox hitters, especially in the bottom part of the lineup. Scoring started in the third inning when Gavin Sheets hit another home run, his second of the series and 11th on the season, to give the White Sox a 2-0 lead. In the fourth inning, after Jose Abreu was hit by another pitch, go figure, and reached second base at Aloy Jimenez's fielder's choice, Lurie Garcia knocked in Abreu to make it 3-0. Yoan Makata walked before Garcia batted, and he would later score on Gavin Sheets' RBI single to make it 4-0. In the fifth inning, Luis Roberts singled, stole second base, reached third on a ground out, and scored off Sonny Gray's wild pitch to make it 5-0, proving he can do more than just hit home runs to generate offense. And Gray just went four and two-thirds innings, allowed five hits, five earned runs, walking two and striking out six against the White Sox. That's a terrific outing for the White Sox offense against Gray. 
Tim Anderson made it 6-0, hitting his 17th home run of the season, a solo shot to right center field. And after Carlos Rodon left, Michael Kopech took over and, in a bit of a surprise, pitched three innings. In 35 pitches, Kopech threw 22 strikes as he allowed just one hit while walking two, but he struck out three without allowing a run. So the combination of Rodon and Kopech were able to keep Cincinnati scoreless for eight innings. Is this a possible Game 4 of the American League Divisional Series configuration? We'll find out. Mike Wright won't be part of any American League Divisional Series configuration because he keeps giving up runs. Despite a six-run cushion again, Wright couldn't complete the ninth inning without allowing a run, and Tony La Russa had to go to the bullpen with two outs in the top of the ninth inning. Garrett Crochet recorded the final out, and with the win, the White Sox have a four-game winning streak. They sweep this two-game series against Cincinnati and win the season series 3-1. to one. Gavin Sheets was 2-for-3 with, with the home run and three RBIs. Lurie Garcia was 2-for-4 with an RBI. Adam Engel, in his return back to action, went 0-for-3. The Chicago White Sox are now 91-68. and 68. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. The White Sox are off today as they will play their final series of the regular season against Detroit starting on Friday. So let's catch up on the madness that is the postseason race. In the American League, 
Tampa Bay clinched home field advantage and the number one seed, beating up the Houston Astros 7-0. Wander Franco went 3-for-5 as the Rays offense scored six runs off Houston Astros rookie starting pitcher Luis Garcia, who will definitely be making a start against the White Sox next week in the Divisional Series. Houston is now 92-66, just one and a half games ahead of the White Sox. If you are still holding out hope, it's possible the White Sox leap the Astros. The White Sox will need to sweep Detroit and hope that Houston only wins one more time this regular season as the tiebreaker goes to Houston. To the wild card, first in Toronto, the Blue Jays scored four runs off Garrett Cole in the first three innings as Cole allowed five runs and six innings of work. But the Yankees came back to tie the game, and it was 5-5 in the seventh inning. Bo Bichette hit a homer earlier in the game, but his second home run was the difference in the bottom of the eighth inning. His 28th home run of the season gave the Blue Jays a 6-5 victory. Boston, who was embarrassed by their performance the previous night in Baltimore, rectified that situation, shutting out the Orioles 6-0. Before Seattle and Oakland played, the American League wildcard race looked like this. The Yankees with a 90-68 record were a game ahead of the Boston Red Sox, who are at 89-69. The Seattle Mariners, a game back of Boston for the final spot. And Toronto, a game back of Boston of the final spot. Both Seattle and Toronto with 88-70 and 70 records. Oakland was hanging on by a thread. One more loss and they were officially knocked out of the postseason. Scoreless through five innings, Oakland struck first in the top of the sixth inning as Tony Kemp homered to right center field, his seventh of the season, to put the Athletics ahead one to nothing. In the bottom half of that inning, rookie Jared Kelnick had his big moment hitting a two-RBI double to put the Mariners ahead. In the next frame, Seth Brown homered for Oakland, his 18th of the season, to tie the game again 2-2. Two and just like the sixth inning, Seattle countered Oakland, scoring as Ty France had a sacrifice fly to put the Mariners ahead 3-2. Remember when Seattle made that trade to ship their closer Kendall Graveman to the Houston Astros? And how the early reports were the clubhouse was furious and maybe general manager Jerry DePoto made the wrong choice? Well, they acquired Abraham Toro in that trade, and in the bottom of the eighth inning, Toro hit his 11th home run of the season. His solo shot made it 4-2 Mariners, and they would win by that score. So after Seattle's win, your updated American League wildcard standings. The Yankees, 90-68, would host the wildcard game against the Boston Red Sox, who are game back of the Yankees at 89-69. A half game back of Boston is now Seattle. They're 89-70. Toronto, again, is 88-70. and 70. They're a game back of Boston. Your Thursday night games. The Yankees are at the Blue Jays. The Red Sox are at the Orioles. And the Athletics are at the Mariners. If the Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Mariners win, the Yankees go from hosting the one-game wildcard to being out of the playoffs. The Red Sox would host the one-game playoff against Seattle a franchise that hasn't made the postseason since 2001 might actually crash the party. What a story that would be.
In the National League, San Diego was ahead of the Los Angeles Dodgers 9-6, heading into the 8th inning. Then the Dodgers pulled off a Major League Baseball first. They are the first Major League Baseball team to hit back-to-back home runs and then hit the game-tying home run and then the game-winning home run in the same inning. The Dodgers' four home runs in the 8th inning pushed them to victory, winning 11-9. Meanwhile... San Francisco beat Arizona 1-0. So the Giants remain two games ahead of the Dodgers for the National League West crown. By the way, the Chicago White Sox would be 13 and a half games back of the San Francisco Giants if they were in the National League West. That's how good the Giants have been playing this season. Loser of this race would have to face the St. Louis Cardinals in the one-game playoff, who finally looked mortal. The Milwaukee Brewers brought them down, shutting out the Cardinals 4-0. However, the Milwaukee Brewers were hit with devastating injury news. While celebrating the Brewers' division title, reliever Devin Williams, known as the Airbender because of his amazing changeup, punched a wall and fractured his pitching hand. He's out until at least the World Series. A huge blow to the Brewers' bullpen, bridge to closer Josh Hader. The National League East is looking about right to end as uh, Atlanta took care of business against Philadelphia 7-2. Atlanta is four and a half games ahead of the Phillies with five games left to go. Next win for the Braves and they can finally cash in their ticket to the postseason. Outside of the games with postseason implications, the Los Angeles Angels beat the Texas Rangers 7-2 Shohei Otani becomes the first player in American League history to hit 45-plus home runs, steal 25-plus bases, and score 100-plus runs in a single season. That's on top of his 3.18 ERA. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call for the season. We hope you enjoyed the show during the regular season as we shift into postseason mode. The White Sox wake-up call will be back for the 2022 regular season, so hopefully that's late March 2022. Subscribe to the Sox Machine Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Machine. We'll be streaming Sox Machine live Thursday night around 7 p.m. Central Time, so come join us. If you enjoy our work and want to support us, visit patreon.com slash SoxMachine as we have several different tiers of support, starting at just $2 a month for exclusive content, ad-free podcasts and website, and the first opportunity to purchase our new swag items. We also have annual plans that will save you 9% from monthly plans, and those that sign up for the 10 War plan, you now get the new Sox Machine pint glass for your hashtag 1080 needs. Have a great Thursday morning, everyone. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Thanks for listening.